Hey guys, it's Toby Morrison here. Welcome back to today's episode on the CFS Health Podcast. Today we are talking about identity. And this is really cool because we're talking about two types of identities. We're talking about the life that we want to live identity. And we're going to talk about illness identity. And this is something that I see a lot of people stuck with. In fact, we have a whole training on this inside our program because it's such a big problem and it can really keep people stuck for a long time. And so identity is basically what we perceive ourselves as. I'm going to get the official meaning of identity. Let me just check it right now so we can be clear. Let's see. The fact of being who or what a person or thing is. Exactly. And also an identity between the company's own interest and those of the local community. So it's a similarity or affinity. When people identify themselves as a certain type of person, then we then kind of bring ourselves closer to that subtype of people, right? You hear that saying all the time, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, right? It's the same type of thing. It's like there's an identity there and there's an identity here. Now, what I want to talk about today is illness identity. And please take no offense to this if you are in this current situation right now. And I see this online a lot. And it might not be you, but you might know of someone who is. And this is where the person who is in the illness identity is so consumed by their experience that it has become them. That's who they know themselves to be. And crazily enough, and some people won't believe this, but that actually becomes comfortable for them. Now, I'm not saying this is for everyone, but I'm saying this is definitely a subgroup out there where people, you know, they're so identified on their illness that they're holding onto it as a protection mechanism from fear, from change, from uncomfortability, basically. And, you know, this is what can keep you stuck. Even if you're just believing, oh, this is just the way I am, I'm a sick person. You know, I've got a chronic illness and it kind of doesn't change. You know, when we get into this idea of this identity, we can get stuck there. And it's funny because like whenever we post a really great success story or we'll post an interview or anything that's positive or towards helping someone get better, there's usually one or two people who will attack that post. They'll say, how dare you? You don't know what you're talking about. I've been sick for 25 years. I've been sick. You can't get better. There's nothing you can do. I've tried everything. And this person is stuck in illness identity, right? Anything that's opposed to the identity actually keeps them stuck and infuriates them because it's questioning their own identity. Now that's a whole nother conversation, but I want to talk about success identity too. And this is what we teach our clients as well. What does a successful identity look like for you? You know, what would it look like if you didn't identify yourself as being sick and you started to focus on getting healthy, you started to focus on your health, despite or regardless of where you're at in your journey, you could be a one out of 10, but still lay there seeing that you're becoming a healthy person versus laying there and seeing that you're a sick person. I'll give you a fantastic life example. So for me, you know, typically from my past, I'm not an organized person. 
pretty messy. If you ask a lot of people, they'll go, geez, Toby was messy. God, he was, you know, unorganized, always late, all that kind of thing, forgetful. And then I realized about three years ago that if I want to take Cephas Health's mission and really go beyond our vision and go, you know, above and beyond where we want to go, I need to be organized. I need to be a better leader. A better leader is an organized person. Now what happened was so pivotal. I remember being out at a cafe and I was having a conversation with someone about organization and time and planning. And I said, oh, I'm just such an unorganized person. I just can't, I'm just not an organized person. And I was like, whoa, whoa. And I caught myself. And this is what I'm trying to share with you right now. You gotta catch yourself. There's certain patterns here that are keeping you stuck. And I caught myself in the pattern of identifying myself as an unorganized person. I said, actually, sorry, I take that back. I'm becoming a more organized person. I might not be really organized right now, but I'm becoming an organized person. And guess what happened? I started to become an organized person to the point where now I love organization. I love leadership. I love showing up on time. Of course, we're all different in our ways we approach things, but just by that simple, subtle change in focus and language, I was able to open up my life to become more organized and become a better leader. Now, the question for you is, well, where can you do that in your life? What are the things that you're saying to yourself and out loud that are actually keeping you stuck from becoming and stepping into an identity that you really want? You know, the question is, do you want that or do you want this? And you sometimes have to let go of the identity you're holding on to to get to where you really want to go, but you haven't had the courage to do that yet. But hopefully this episode is kind of bringing awareness to the fact that the current identity that you're operating from might be actually keeping you stuck and limiting you from the progress that you actually want to experience. What got you here won't get you there. And this is why even inside our program, every six months we have a game plan session for our clients where we come together and we really reflect on what's worked, what hasn't and where we want to go. Because if we keep going around in circles and doing the same old thing for the same old thing for the same old thing, same does not create change. Change creates change. So a little helpful exercise for you right now, I'd get out a pen and paper on one side of the thing, write down the identity that you might be currently operating from or the identity that you don't want to operate from anymore. How do they think? How do they speak? How do they act? Once you do that, I want you to do it on the other side of the sheet, the identity that you do want. Just write success identity. And underneath that, how do they speak? How do they act? How do they think? How do they show up? And you can imagine if you operated from that place, the results are going to be better. The results are going to be different, right? Change creates change. And so you can operate and you can have fun with this, right? You can operate from the place that you want to operate from. And a great way to do this is start to think about people who have done what you're doing. How would they think? How would they operate? I love this because again, inside our program, we bring on past members who recovered, who are living their life, who are kicking goals, we bring them back in and we do masterminds with them. And I love it because we pick their brain and I said, guys, this is just so valuable. 
you are literally getting first-hand wisdom and knowledge from someone who has been through what you're going through that is actually where you want to be. So take note. This is gold. Like if you get the opportunity to pick someone's brain about somewhere where you want to be and they're doing that, you better show up. You better ask good questions. What did you do? How did you shift? What did you change? How do you think now? All these things really, really matter. And if you're not asking good questions, you're just going to go around in circles. But remember, change creates change. And so, you know, I love the saying, success leaves clues. And so find the people that are doing really, really well. Notice what they do. Notice how they act. Notice how they behave. And then start to do it. Start to act from that place. How would she think? How would they think? How would he think? And then do it. And what you're doing here is really called a pattern interrupt, but you're interrupting a pattern that hasn't been useful. Like I said, for me, it was the organizer. You know, I'm not an organized person. I'm just not. I'm a messy person. Wow. That, that kept me messy for a long time. And if I didn't break that pattern, I would still be messy and unorganized to this day. But I didn't want to be like that anymore. And so I chose to change my tune. I chose to change the language. I chose to change my identity. I'm not a messy person. I'm an organized person, right? That's just who I am now. Did it happen overnight? No, it was a transition period. But as I started to change my language, I'm becoming more organized. I'm becoming stronger. I'm becoming healthier. I'm becoming this. I'm becoming that. It will start to happen because of this. What we put our attention on grows. And leave that right there. What we put our attention on grows. And so my question to you is, where is your attention going right now? Is it in a direction that you want it to go? And what would it look like if it was placed on where you want to go and what you want to do? I'm going to leave you with that. Sending you much love today and we'll see you very soon.